Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Just Get Fit with Nikki. I'm your host, Nikki, a certified nutrition coach and personal trainer. And today I wanted to talk about building muscle, getting stronger, that whole idea of toning and, you know, diving into progressive overload and reps and reserve and, you know, how much weight should I be lifting? All of those kinds of things, because I think they are great questions and definitely something that I think is important to discuss so people can see the results they're looking for and to, you know, see that all that effort in actual action and reap the benefits of it. Now, before I do that, I just want to remind you today is the very last day to enter my podcast giveaway. In order to do that, you need to be an Apple user and you can scroll down to the bottom of your podcast leave a five-star review for my podcast, Just Get Fit with Nikki, leave a comment and then DM me a screenshot of your review to my Instagram at justget.fit. So leave a review, take a screenshot, DM me that screenshot. Those are the three steps. Now that being said, we're going to move on and I'm going to dive into today's topic. So a lot of times people message me and they say, oh, you know, I'm really looking to build muscle. I want to get stronger but I also want to tone my arms or whatever it is. And I want to see, you know, I want to just be toned. And so this whole idea of toning, I really just don't like that word. (laughs) I think a lot of uh, trainers feel this way, but I understand what that means. And this is where I think it's important to clarify that in order for you to have that tone or definition in your muscles, it is that balance between A, having muscle, and B, having a body fat at a percentage which is low enough where you can actually see that muscle because all of us have muscle. It's just a matter of, is your body fat at a percentage where you can see that definition? And is that muscle big enough where, you know, you can see that definition? So that's kind of what toning means. Um, But, you know, talking about that in relation to how does that impact your workout? So I kind of wanted to clarify a couple things before we jump in, because I know people are at different places in their fitness journey. And so the words I'm going to use a lot are reps and sets. And so reps refers to the word repetitions or how many times you're going to perform an exercise. Meaning if I say 10 reps, that mean you're going to do 10 squats. And then there's the word sets. How many sets are you doing? Sets refers to how many groups of 10 example that you're going to do. So if I say I'm doing three sets of 10 squats, that means I'm going to do 10 squats three different times and likely I will rest in between those 10 squats. So just to clarify reps and sets, those two words you're going to hear a bunch of times. So now the question I get is how much weight are you using? When I share workout videos or gym videos or anything like that, a lot of times people go, oh, how heavy is that dumbbell? How big is that kettlebell? How much weight is on your, your barbell? And the reality is it doesn't matter. How much I lift does not matter to you. And the reason for this isn't that I'm trying to be secretive about how much I'm lifting, but it's relative to me. And I think the thing about social media is oftentimes when we follow people, we see ourselves in them and what I, or at least, at least I do when it comes to like height and things like that. 
And I have learned that, you know, not everyone is as tall. And I use tall in quotation marks because I'm tall, but I am not as, or I'm taller than I realized in relation to, you know, a lot of people on social media. And so people who are, you know, five foot two or five foot three follow me and they assume we are a similar height. And so if I'm saying, oh, actually I'm five foot eight and I've been working out for five years, so I'm lifting X number of pounds, I don't want someone to be discouraged or be like, oh, I should also be lifting that because that's not important. What's important is how you feel during your workout, how challenged you feel, your quality reps and quality form. Those are the really important things. And those are the things that lead to you getting stronger and seeing that progress. And so keep that in mind when you're asking that question of, well, how much weight is that? I understand it can be helpful in terms of, I noticed you used different dumbbells for that exercise. Is it because it's harder and you needed to use less? Sure. But I think this is where it's also an important skill to know that it's okay to pick up a dumbbell, try an exercise and go, that's too light. Just like it is okay to pick up a dumbbell and go, that's too heavy. I need to get something lighter. So both sides of that spectrum are absolutely okay. And even within that, you're going to have days where you know you can theoretically lift a certain number of pounds and you're just tired, you're burnt out, you're having one of those days and you can't necessarily lift that same amount. That's also normal. So you really need to kind of take it on a daily and assess how you're doing and then challenge yourself within that range. Now, Progressive overload and reps and reserve is something that I want to talk about because this is a magical thing. Now, the way I like to explain it is if you think about progressive overload as a way for you to get stronger, you need to gradually make your workouts more challenging. And this is where, you know, progressive overload comes into play because that's the main driver of muscle growth. So what does progressive overload look like in practice? This is kind of where you are aiming to challenge yourself in the safest way possible, meaning you're adding more weight to your bar, to your machine, or you're increasing the weight of dumbbells that you're using. So for example, you shouldn't be performing an exercise with 10 pound dumbbells if you can actually perform the same exercise with the same number of reps and sets with 20 pound dumbbells. So for example, if I say, hey, my program says to do three sets of 10 squats. If you are doing three sets of 10 with 10 pounds, but you actually have the strength and ability to use 15 or 20 pounds, you're not working on progressive overload. You are not actually challenging yourself. Yes, you're doing the workout. Yes, you're doing the reps and sets, but how challenged you're feeling is not reflective of what you're capable of. And so these are really important things to keep in mind when you are working on building muscle and getting stronger. You really want to be challenging yourself, but at the same time, challenging yourself in a way that focuses on sustainability, not injuring yourself or not pushing past the point of performing something safely because safety should always be your top priority. This leads me to the next, next aspect of the fact that Depending how much weight you're lifting, you are going to be capable of different rep ranges. Okay, because once again, how much weight are you lifting? It's going to depend on the rep range. 
So for example, if you can do three sets of 20 squats with 25 pounds, this might be very different if we increased your weight to say 50 pounds. And I say, how many squats can you do with 50 pounds? You might say, I can only do eight or 10. And that's pretty normal. Okay. But this is where it's really important to focus on that rep range. It does make a difference. You should not be lifting something that you can do more reps of. Now, I realize this is a challenging podcast and I wish you could see me drawing pictures and doing all these things and doing examples, but I want to talk about this because I do think it's important. So with that being said, progressive overload is increasing the amount of weight you're using or lifting slowly and doing so as often as you can. And so what I actually like to ask clients is I like to get them to focus on how are you feeling at the end of your set? I think this is a really helpful and important question because oftentimes I think a lot of us, when we do follow a program, we go, okay, cool. Three sets of 10. I'm just going to do three sets of 10. And we go through the motions. We pick up the weights, we do the repetitions, we rest in between and we just keep going. And then we move on to the, the second exercise. However, if you pause at the end of your set, the end of that reps and go, could I do any more? That's a really important question to ask, because if you go, yeah, I could easily do five or 10 more. That is your sign that either I need to increase how challenging this is by either adding more weight or adding a pause or slowing down the movement or, you know, taking a shorter rest break. You should feel challenged by the end of your set. That doesn't mean you should feel so challenged that you can't perform it safely, but you should feel like, yeah, I'm definitely working hard. That's a good thing. That's, that's where all the, the gains and strength happen. So next time you work out, ask yourself at the end of your set, how am I feeling? Could I do more? If the answer is like, no, I couldn't do more. Okay, stop. If you said, yes, I could do a lot more, then challenge yourself to keep going. See how many more you can do. And then based on that, make a decision if you need to increase your weights or if you need to take shorter rest breaks, add pauses, all of those kinds of things. You definitely have options. Now, there's different ways to think about reps and reserve. I guess it's not different ways, but there are different reps and reserve for depending what you're doing. And I just really kind of like to keep this simple in terms of how much you're lifting. Like I'm going to repeat myself, safety is the number one priority. So if you are super, super strong and you've been lifting for a long time and you're, you're, you know, you're squatting 150, 200 pounds, your reps in reserve or how many reps you should be almost holding back on might be three, might be two. It really depends on how well you also listen to your body. But if you are getting to the end of your set and going, Ooh, I'm not sure I can do the next, next repetition or next rep safely. You need to kind of reassess. Okay. If you're lifting really, really heavy, because what I've noticed in myself, when we start to doubt ourselves, when we start to go, Ooh, I'm not sure about this. We've already got, kind of got that doubt. And then that can impact our ability to perform something safely. And it's just, it's not a good place to be. 
which is why mentally it can be really helpful to have this idea of reps and reserve in the back of your mind and know that it will vary a little bit depending on the exercise you're doing and the load you're lifting. So essentially, when you perform any exercise, I kind of like to say, at least for my programs, the rep range is really a suggestion. Meaning if I say, you know, do four sets of 10, I want you to actually at the end of those sets, think about how you're feeling. Ideally, you want to be using a weight where you can perform those 10 reps, you know, if that's what's stated in the program. However, if you complete those 10 reps, and in reality, you could actually perform 13 reps safely, then you have three reps in reserve. So when you're lifting, you generally want to have one to three reps in reserve for safety. But this is why the stated rep range is just a guide. If you can perform 13 reps safely, go for it. Don't just stop because the program you're doing says 10 reps. You're not doing yourself any favor by stopping. Alternatively, if you decide to increase your weight because you could easily perform 15 reps instead of 10, a jump in weight may mean you can only perform nine reps safely. And that's okay too. If you're using a heavier weight to perform an exercise, I recommend having two to three reps in reserve, which is kind of that whole barbell analogy. If I were doing barbell squats, I would have two to three reps in reserve because it's a lot harder for me to, you know, have good form, stand up with that barbell and put it back safely than it is if I'm doing, you know, tricep extensions, you know, with a dumbbell. It's easier for me to go, oh, you know what? I could actually drop that dumbbell and nothing terrible is going to happen as opposed to, oh my gosh, I have a barbell on my back and it, I can't stand up from this. It's a lot more risky. So it, this is basically risk assessment in terms of reps in reserve. So like I've said, if you're using a heavier weight to perform an exercise, I really recommend that two to three reps in reserve. Same thing goes for like, basically it's those big compound movements. So chest press, squats, deadlifts, you don't want to be working until failure as this can definitely be something where it leads to injury. So if you're using a lighter weight to perform an exercise, you can kind of go with that one rep in reserve, which is that example of those tricep extensions. So, you know, that whole tricep extensions, if you're using say five pounds, it would be okay to work in that one rep in reserve rep range because you go, okay, could I do one more? Mm, I probably could do one more, but I probably couldn't do two more. You can stop there. That's okay. Okay, but you don't need to stop where you have three reps in reserve for a five pound dumbbell exercise. So I, (laughs) I've kind of held off on recording this podcast for a while because I was like, oh, yikes, Dickie, this is something where I think being eloquent and being clear is really important. Uh, But there's definitely more on this inside my home dumbbell program and my home or in my gym program. Both of those are the 12 week guides and those have a section on progressive overload and how much weight I should use. So if you are a Just Get Fit member already and you have access to my guides, definitely head to the table of contents and you will find, you know, the pages with those specific things, because I think it is really an important skill to be able to assess how challenged you're feeling and to be able to actually focus on that progressive overload 
to lift more when you're able to and to you know add more reps or add pauses or shorter rest breaks when that feels like a better option all right (laughs) that is a wrap hopefully i have helped you more than i have confused you and don't forget you can follow me on instagram at justget.fit or if you are actually looking for a workout program and you want to try one of mine you can go to www.justget.fit forward slash stronger